This is the Animation Network. With this podcast, you get to tune in every week to hear top industry professionals in my network discussing network animation. Our goal here is to bring you effective tips, tricks, secrets, and practices for breaking into and navigating through the current landscape of TV animation. I'm your host, Chris Wimberly. Thanks for tuning into the network today. Here we are. Here we are. This is um, the first everybody together at one time. <laughs> it is. Um, this is the the roundtable discussion. So how are you guys feeling about this one? Really good. Yeah. Good? Yeah, pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, then, um, like I was saying earlier, there may be one or two people who haven't heard this. So let's go ahead and just do a real quick once around the table, uh, introduce who you are and not where you work because this isn't one of those episodes, but um, what you do for the Animation Network. We'll start on this side. I'm Tierra, and I help co-host the Animation Network podcast and other random things that come up, help with the mixer <laughs> and check over resumes and cover letters. So that's that's me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Cassie. I write the newsletter. I edit it and stuff and whatever <laughs> else I have time to help with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it's so funny that like, all you guys have these like specific jobs, but there's so many other little things that are in between those cracks. Um, but go ahead. Let's oh, and I'm Jeff, and I'm the man about town, Mr. Social Media. <laughs> yes, you are literally everywhere. You are the official tan. I'm everywhere flyer. and I'm nowhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. And um, and I am Chris, the uh, creator and host and head of the animation network oh stop 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 yeah oh that's what we never had we never had a foley person we oh. should have got a sound effects person um but yeah so uh yeah that's that's what i do and um the reason for this episode is because this is episode 100 this is the last episode of the animation network podcast that's why i asked how you guys are feeling the final um, one the final one the the last straw hiatus is that I, what we're no, we're oh. not calling it a hiatus. This is this is it. I have um, a revision for my previous statement about how I'm feeling. Sad. Sad. But hopeful. Yeah, sad. Dot, dot, dot. But hopeful. Um, that's great. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a little melancholy about the whole thing, too, because I started this uh, three years ago now, just over three years ago, um, and was able to milk five seasons out of, this podcast which for some reason people kept listening to it so <laughs> I kept making more um, and people are so uh, gracious and excited and very polite um, I mean we had a fantastic audience and I'm sure you guys all know because you talk to him on social media you talk to him through the newsletter you talk to him through ask me anything episodes so um, so I feel like this is a nice way to uh, to thank everybody and just kind of go out on a high note what do you think yeah, I totally agree. Awesome. So I wanted to start out just by asking a couple questions to you guys, and then we'll just kind of open it up and um, get out whatever feels need to be laid on the mm -hmm. table. Um, shoot, we should have brought a box of Kleenex or something. Yeah. Or I guess tissue. Sorry, Kleenex is actually copywritten. That is a trademark <laughs> name. We didn't say it. Take we it out didn't. in post. Yes. didn't happen. We'll <laughs> Take it out in post. <laughs> that is TV talk. <laughs> yep, we'll edit it in post. So uh, the first question I want to ask everybody is, um, 
well, first of all, did you have fun? Did you have fun doing this? Oh my god, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Awesome. Good chance to meet a lot of new people and just kind of do things that I probably wouldn't have done on my own. So I don't think I would have just like randomly emailed some person like, hey, let's sit down and talk and let me ask you these questions. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the long run, I think it's had a more positive impact on my life and how I kind of like approach things. And now it's just like, oh, I'll just walk up to that person and just start talking to them and try and learn more about them. Mm -hmm. That's great. Cassie? Yeah, I'd have to agree. I never really had a sense of community before being a part of the Animation Network. At least out here, like in Chicago where I went to school, I mm. had that in the improv community. But uh, in animation out here, it just feels like, oh, I just got to take care of me. And then this, you know, this all came together and it was like, how can we take care of each other? And mm-hmm. it was a really nice, like, turning point in, like, my thought processes, you know, and in my life. Yeah. That's great. Jeff? I'm a very quiet, introverted person, as you know, and it took me a while <laughs> to come out of my shell. Right, right. Okay, that's lime a total green shirt lie. Right now. Yeah. Um, for me, though, because I started as a listener of the you know Tan Podcast all the way from Detroit. That's right. And then the chance to you know, and and you were the first person to interact with me on Twitter, like, oh hey, thanks for liking this. It's like what, <laughs> and so then to come out, and then we had our whole you know experience and friendship, and and then you know you asking me to help you know promote the show, which I absolutely loved, and it was you know wasn't even a question, like absolutely whatever I could do to help. So, nice. you know, it's been a pleasure being able to run around SoCal, you know, representing Tan Podcast everywhere yeah, I can man. go, and and get it in front of people and. You know, even though this might be episode 100, there's still people back in Detroit that can, and everywhere around the world who, you know, can still reach out and listen to the old episodes and still draw some good information out of it. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I I will be leaving all of the episodes up online, so they will be retrievable. So even if this is someone's first episode listening, there's 99 (laughs) other episodes uh, on the internet, yeah, of amazing that they can they can sift through. Um, so yeah, that's great. Um, and kind of on that same note, I wanted to find out, um, you know, before, so, so everybody came in from a different background, different avenue, but when I asked you to be a part of the Animation Network, um, what was the reason that you did it? And the reason I'm asking this question is because there's a lot of people who are in schools, in art clubs, um, just uh, even starting their own things, even though they are professionals as well. It's not just amateurs, but people all across um, our audience who are listening are trying to decide if they should start something new themselves or if they should join something that's already going on. So what were some of the reasons that you guys, when I, when I bent your arm and I was like, come on, be a part of this. <laughs> What made you decide to do it? Uh, I would say for me, um, I'm definitely like a total opportunist. Yeah. <laughs> and not in the way of it's like I'm a yes man. And if you just bring anything to me, I'll say yes. But if I see something that's like it'll be a good opportunity to either learn something new or grow in some sort of way, even if it's like unrelated to what I think my big picture is, I'm just all the way in, even if mm. I have no idea what I'm doing. And so when you came to me for the podcast, um, 
you know, I had like just moved out here, just finished the internship. So I was like very, very new. Mm-hmm. And then this also gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of new people in the industry, which was perfect because I had no idea how to do that yet. <laughs> yeah. So that was part of why I joined on because I knew, you know, it might, even if it's a little outside of my comfort zone, it still kind of pushed me to do what I needed to be doing anyways. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what ended up happening. So now years down the line, you know, I definitely feel a lot more comfortable just coming, speaking to people and, you know, doing whatever needs to be done. And then also trying to get other people to do the same and just kind of go straight into it and not worry about being scared about doing it or worrying what's going to happen or feeling uncomfortable or if you're going to be awkward about it and just kind of just going for it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Man, that's really good. Try to follow that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I kind of did both options where like I joined this thing you created, but I also had created something of my own. Mm-hmm. But initially, like when I joined, it was like you just have your whole life. Well, it's because of you, Chris, because you asked me and because uh-huh. I really look up to you and you just have everything seemingly figured out or at least <laughs> a you. process in which to figure stuff out and I was like I want to learn that so when you. when you offered the opportunity to edit the newsletter I was like yes because <laughs> I hope some of your goodness like seeps into my uh, aura uh, <laughs> so I could figure my life out too <laughs> yeah let me know how that goes because uh, I may have to <laughs> repick your brain to figure okay. it out but no that's good wow that's very flattering thank you that's good and I, you know, as far as for for myself, you know, again, I looked at it like it was the least I could do to help you, you know, and help the team out by, you know, promoting the show that basically got me to Burbank. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was it. It was no brainer when you asked me, you know, to help out, you know, do social media stuff, and you know, I was like, absolutely, you know, and wherever I went, you know, if I had a pocket full of tan business cards or the you yeah. know the handout cards yeah you know it was everything i could do to hand them out so yeah that was you know as far as <laughs> there was no question in my mind as soon as you asked i was like absolutely thank you and that's great and so i just want to take a second to kind of um regurgitate what i'm hearing because uh first of all you all have become really great friends um and so part of this is just sounding like well of course they're gonna say that because they're all buddies and they're going to just say nice things. But here's what I'm really hearing. So Tiara, I'm really hearing that as somebody who looks to um, make leaps and bounds in their professional um, environments and things, you look for ways that are going to be actually good opportunities and not just something to latch on to because you're either afraid to be by yourself or afraid to fail. And so that to me is actually a really good thing that I think people should take advantage of as far as like a nugget of knowledge because um, knowing how to find those opportunities and what to say yes to and what to say no to which you kind of tapped on a little bit in there is really important um, so I don't know if you knew that that's what you were saying but that's what I heard yeah that that sounds about right okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah of course scratch 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 yeah um, and then Cassie what I hear from you is that um it's, it's about knowing where your strengths are, but also where your weaknesses are so that you can pick it out of other people what to, to supplement what your weaknesses are, right? Mm-hmm. So that you can um, just constantly be on this journey of self-improvement, um, which is awesome. And um, I try to be the same way, so I think that's why I recognize that in you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of what I'm hearing. Is that true? 
Okay, yeah, awesome. And Jeff, what I'm hearing from you um, and your experience is that um, you are uh, a loyal, you're loyal to your opportunities. Like when something comes up, you remember from this place of like being humble that, you know, you, you owe whatever the opportunity is to pay it back in full. And being that kind of person, I think, is really important because look at all the doors that opened up for you just by being that kind of person. So that's yeah, what I'm hearing. Pretty much. Yeah. Awesome. Do we need to give context to those doors opening for him or is uh, this episode enough for that? <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you mean? Like, because someone who's listening, like, new might not know him yet. You know what I mean? So I, I see what you're saying. Why is it to you, I guess? Do you? you can stop now and go to episode 56 to resume yeah. listening. Yes. <laughs> then come back and continue episode 100. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes, that's actually a really good point. So that is a very good point. If, you, if you're not familiar with Jeff's whole... Jeff kind of became the mascot of the Animation Network and because... I don't know how, but... Yeah. Just... Well, on the back end, it was because you're everywhere. Right. right? right. And you know everyone now, but on the front end, it was because um, you had such a fantastic episode. Like to this day, I still get tons of people saying, "Oh, that one episode." Even if they don't remember your name off the top of their head, they, that one episode you did is kind of like that documentary style, and you followed the intern around, and then you got hired, and blah 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 blah. By spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> um, and what? people were so inspired by that, just the way you were inspired by. Byron's episode, episode number four is what started it for me. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but again, being loyal to those things that came up, um, presented themselves to you. So in the weird full circle sort of way, episode four, go listen to that. Pause now. Go listen to episode four. Come back. Now, <laughs> I listened to that. It inspired me like, this is actually an opera. Like, I could do this because I almost took myself out of the game. So, mm-hmm. And then in a full circle, I ended up working with Byron. So it was like, yeah. and I told him that, uh, you know, uh, before we, you know, transitioned to new projects. Yeah. I was yeah. like, you're the reason why I'm here, man. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I'm sure. And I love Byron. I can only imagine his <laughs> response. Um, but that's great. Yeah. Um, very cool. Very cool. Um, trying to remember what my next question was going to be i had it in my mind (laughs) that's okay no this is good this is the stuff that i wanted this is the organic stuff that um i didn't want to come prepared with this arsenal of questions and all that kind of thing um so so. i I guess put it this way you know as a listener of the podcast and came to it do you feel that in the 100 episodes that you've done or 99 up to this point Mm -hmm. did you you feel like you've achieved the the goal that you set forth when you piloted episode <laughs> one. Um, in a in a nutshell, yes, I absolutely, I I surpassed the goal. The goal was to make just a couple and see if I can get anybody to listen to them that was not related to me, um, <laughs> and that happened uh, a thousandfold. Um, so I, you know, you always hear from successful people. Not to say that I'm categorically one of those people but when you hear from successful people they always say you can't plan for success you don't know when it's going to happen you don't know when you're going to strike you know gold or oil whatever um all you can do is make the best thing you can and if it's good and if you believe in it then other people will believe in it as well and i think this is a testament to that 
um, idea because I just made the exact thing that I was looking for that I wanted to hear um, and systematically like Cassie was saying systematically I developed a vision for it and I was very regimented about it just came up with this whole thing and um, just started making episodes and put them out and it if you go back and listen to episode or even season one but certainly episode one and listen all the way through it's like night and day um, listening you know uh, I mean we're all the same people and you know it's fun to listen to as people come along like crop up over the timeline all you guys um, but um, yeah I, I definitely feel like what I wanted to achieve has happened which is um, at, at its core the thing that I wanted to happen was to inspire people to know what this industry is about and make them feel like it's attainable because the one piece of feedback or not feedback but um, advice I try to always give um, people who are either students or transitioning from like let's say graphic design to animation or whatever the one common thread I always tell those people is um, there's room for anybody who wants it badly enough and I think with 99 episodes we've proven that at least 99 times because anybody who's in here with the exception of a couple people who may have sort of stumbled into it but it was because they initially had a passion for animation and they discovered that but regardless of whatever it is they all had a passion to be here and they all got here so does that answer your question absolutely okay yeah. i mean because you know you are, you are the creator and it's like you know did you yeah. did it meet what you wanted to do it you did know, what you set out the it did, and I feel like that's why this it's time. It, I feel like we did everything we wanted to do. You know, we all had, for everybody who um, has joined, we've all had specific goals that I wanted to hit um, for or on behalf of the network, and you all came through exactly the way that we had discussed individually. So, yes, I am extremely happy with what we created and developed and delivered to everybody. So, of course, we have to discuss highlights, right? Is there anything that stands out to you in your mind of, you know, um, a golden moment that we hit with this animation network for you specifically, not necessarily for the network as a whole, but personally, do you feel like um, there's any awesome memories? Yeah, I would say for me, it'd probably be uh, when we did the mixer at Cartoon Network. Oh, that's good. Oh, you took mine. You can really <laughs> all right, all right. So, yes, uh, I'm the piggy that night. But, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that night because, I mean, the turnout for it and how excited people were for it was so exciting. And then I ended up staying super late and completely lost my voice. But yeah. there were still people hanging around at the very, very end with me just still talking. And they were, like, closing the bar. And then we had to, like, go outside and we were still talking. Wow. And walking back to our cars. Like, it just felt nice to be around people who are so invested in what we did and are very excited and, you know, really like that opportunity to come and, like, just talk with us. And, you know, they're as always, they're really, you know, thankful and just appreciative of us taking our time to go and just talk with them, just like, you know, they're any other friend that we have. Mm -hmm. So that would definitely be my highlight. That's good. Yeah, that was magical. So sad you missed that night. I missed that But it was it. huge. Like, people lined up outside of yeah. Story Tavern down the that street. So like, cool. it was crazy. That, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I was out 
Like I couldn't <laughs> get into the story tavern. Yeah, I was. Yeah, the people were looking at if me like I was cutting in line. If you couldn't get into the story tavern, please leave a comment below. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was crazy because even like it was funny because you know Katie always comes to all the tan stuff. Um, and for those who don't know, Katie is my wife. But like we were walking up behind because we had to finish shutting down the first part of the mixer to get to the second part. And we were standing outside, and she's like, don't they know you, this is your thing? Like, you, we're here because of you. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, this this is good. This is a good sign. People are excited, and they're here, and they showed up. But, yeah, I we couldn't even get in <laughs> to our own event. It's like, that's that's a good sign. So it was pretty amazing, yeah. Um, all right, Cassie, what do you got? Um, I was going to say the mixer that I was able to go to, uh, but I'm so sad that I missed the one at Cartoon Network. But for the same exact reasons, it's just really amazing to be around enthusiastic people who love what you do. Um, I'd also have to say that um, I think it was the first uh, season that I had done the newsletter where I reached out to a bunch of professionals for like advice mm-hmm. and like packed the newsletter full of like two to three different like yeah, I remember. You know, blurb, blurbs. I should have spaced it out in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like some of the people that I got to write, I was amazed that they said yes. You know, yeah. so I went out of my comfort zone. And they were in my network, but more acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some people sent me like full on pages of stuff. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it, it was so good. Like that first season. I mean, they're all amazing. But the first is always special because it's mm-hmm. the first one. And you know, you don't really know what's going to happen. And yeah, it just turned out amazing. So thanks for all your hard work on that. Uh, all right. So kind of to the mixer. I think uh, probably one of the the sort of like most surprising moments was when we were having this, the discussion of, well, we have 100 tickets. We're going to give them away. Like, uh, do you think we'd be able to get rid of them all? <laughs> and then they were gone within 24 hours. And it was like, oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, yeah. we completely underestimated how amazing the, the response was going to be to the announcement. Now, the, the run-up to the announcement of where it was going to be was fun. I enjoyed doing that, you know, torturing everybody with those gifts. But, yeah, uh, that was great. Yeah, that was, but, yeah, how quickly 100 tickets evaporated. And I know you were just... You know, Tierra was swamped with emails. Like, what? Yeah. Did you guys get emails, like, to you personally being like, hey, I know you're a part of this. Can can you get me? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Like, especially me. I mean, not especially, because I don't know how your guys' email inboxes look, but I know mine was just, yeah, people were, like, messaging me on the side as they were trying to email Tierra. And I'm like, (laughs) this not, like, you guys, read the direct, like, it says right right there who you need to talk to. Mm -hmm. Like, literally... The reason I'm not doing it is because I don't have time. I'm sitting here trying to do these other things to, like, you know, make stuff happen. So I I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can't I can't do anything. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of people. But I think what's kind of to, to tack on to what you're saying, Jeff, is um, what's really amazing is that, okay, so, you, so there's a part of me that thinks, like, well, when you're giving away tickets, like, right. it's easy to get. But... The the amazing part about that is that people took airplanes to get here yeah. right. for that mixer. So regardless whether the ticket was free or not, people flew from out of state yeah. to come to that mixer. Huge. Like, huge. That is such a really impressive thing and shows people's passion for um, 
this industry. So sure. I mean, like, you know, who gets an opportunity to just come out and go to a closed studio like Cartoon Network? You know, for and party visit. on the rooftop. And party on that <laughs> fabulous rooftop. Yeah. 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 Um, and then something else that was kind of neat that, you know, just showed how uh, wide a reach that the podcast had was when I would just randomly encounter people that would recognize me off of just the pot. You know, so right. clearly they had to look at the podcast website to see our crew photo. Mm-hmm. And then it would, you know, like, I think the very first time I met Andy Manley was at comic-con of all places on san diego yeah, comic-con floor people. and he stopped me in the middle of an aisle and was like oh my god are you with tan and i was like what yeah <laughs> you know yeah and then uh you know i ran into another guy um you know at a rick and morty toy signing outside yeah. of 3d retro here in burbank nice and he recognized i was like oh wow all right so we got you know listeners are everywhere and you know, you yeah. bump into them at different events and stuff. So, you know, it was great to constantly have interaction, you know. And, of course, every other, you know, event around town, you know, you'd bump into people. And so that was really great because it definitely showed that the network works. Yeah, that is that is what it's all about, I think. Um, it's funny, too. I, if I had to pick highlights for myself, they're kind of similar in that. Not to, not to be, like, conceited about the whole thing, but to just show my amazement is, like, I've been... I was at um, I was at uh, Decon in November, and in the biggest hall of that con, which isn't huge, but still is big and populated and busy. Um, I was talking with Scott Gandel. Yep. Somebody comes walking by and they pause and they like take a step backward and they're like listening and they're like, "Hey, I know your voice. They're, like, do you have a podcast? They're, like, are you the Animation Network guy?" I was like. Holy cow, in a crowded <laughs> room of like tons of people that they could hear that. And I was just like, whoa. And then, um, but I've had people stop me in random places. Like I was down in, at dinner in Orange County and one of the waitresses who wasn't even waiting on my table comes across before like, you know, filling out the check, getting ready to leave. She runs over and she's like, this is going to sound really weird, but are you Chris Wimberly? And I was just like, man, I was like Kanye West. I was like, man, you know, I'm Chris. No, I'm just kidding. But, (laughs) but, um, it was just unreal that people are so affected by what we do. And that again, to answer your question is how I know that this mission, this journey, this project was successful. Right on. Cool. That's the best reason to do anything is to have a positive impact on the world around you. Yeah, I had a conversation with uh, uh, one of the professionals in our industry when I was working at, I think it was at Cartoon Network, and we were having a chat about the podcast and what it's all about and what it what it's for and everything. Um, and they kind of brought to my attention that um, not only is it great that we're helping people be inspired and to do all that kind of thing um, and, and to take chances and, you know, whatever, but... Um, the other thing that I didn't really think about is we're kind of influencing the industry itself because we're bringing in people who are positive and think similarly to the way that we think, which I was like kind of blown away by that. I didn't really think about that because I know I do and I know the rest of you care about this industry so much that we want nothing but the best for it. And here we are shaping and grooming people's perspectives on what it takes to be in the industry, how you should carry yourself professionally, 
um, giving them tips on how to network, just all these kinds of things that um, I think are really kind of important, you know. But anyway, um, getting back on track, moving forward, because there's uh, a couple other things that we should discuss before moving on. Parting ways, everybody breaks apart north, south, east, and west mm -hmm. to walk our own lonely mile. Um, what I wanted to ask you guys is, because um, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, what's, what's next? What's after TAN? Um, you know, there's a couple of things that we have left that um, we'll be doing as a group to, to finish out our animation network duties. Um, but then what happens after that? Oh. Anybody want to start? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you I looking can start. across the table. Um, so, yeah, we'll be at Ground Zero. So mm -hmm. I'll be there. And this year, I'll actually be looking at resumes. So if you guys have any resumes, we can bring that out and I can sit down with you, go over it. Um, and then separate from that, uh, still figuring things out. I have a few things that I want to get started and work on. So just be on the lookout at some point for me to announce something once I figure it out. But hopefully things are coming. So mostly just kind of still working, focusing on the career. And yeah. Yeah, I think... Um without giving too much away because you're, you're so secretive. Because um, <laughs> we've had a couple lunches where you've talked about um, doing things in the same, similar vein to, yeah, to yeah. Tan. And um, which is another big reason why I feel like, you know, it's kind of time to, to draw the shades and, you know, call it a night. Because uh, people, I feel like there's so many great resources that are either out there, like, Ink and Paint Girls podcast or new things that are going to be coming up. Um, so I'm excited for you. And uh, obviously let me know how I can help with any of that stuff. Of course, of course. Awesome. All right, Cassie, what you got? Well, continue working on Ink and Paint Girls, uh, the podcast that I do. And um, pretty much everything I've still been doing is just like one less thing on my, my plate uh, without tan. But I have to say that it's one of the top things that I had the most uh, satisfaction with, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, and I'm going to be writing more and focusing on career like like Tiara. Um, there's just a lot to do, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I was hoping you would get to is talking about the writing stuff because I know that, I mean, since the beginning when I first asked you to help with the newsletter, I knew that that was always something that was on your um uh, on the horizon in your career so yeah. can you imagine how many spec scripts i could have written when i was writing the newsletter <laughs> <laughs> but i only think that when i'm in the middle of writing a newsletter and being like this isn't good enough i could be doing something else <laughs> but it was always yeah. satisfying after after i work through that pain yeah well I mean, and it's very rewarding to know that people have gotten internships, they've gotten interviews, they've gotten jobs because of the newsletter and because of this podcast. They've, mm -hmm. they've told me to my face that I got this because of you guys. So, um, and girls, you, you find folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel at this point, guys is kind of like non-gender the right. way it's used, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know. You can't but please everybody, you. so yeah, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive, you know? I'm, I'm hip to it all, I know what's going on. 
Uh, <laughs> I read the Twitters. Um, in any case, so yeah, I'm glad to hear that you're going to be um, spending this gaping hole that you'll now have in your life, <laughs> filling it with moving forward. And, you know, especially now that you're in the writing scene, be- being a script coordinator. Yeah, and all luckily. That. I feel like I learned how to position myself for opportunities, like being in your orbit, oh, seeing how you good. do that for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, there's definitely an art form to that. I mean, that's part of why I did the 30-minute mentorship, because a lot of the people that I spoke to were just completely exhausted by all the options they think that they've tried. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you haven't tried everything yet. <laughs> Have you done this, this, or this? And they're like, whoa, like, I didn't even think of that. Um, so again, being an opportunist and learning how to feed off other people's strengths and all that kind of stuff is really important. And, um, so I'm glad that you were able to gain that. Um, and I'm glad I was able to provide it. Yeah. Awesome. Jeff, what do you want? You probably got the biggest horizon of all of us. Oh, I don't know about all that, but, um, you know, I mean, from, from the humble beginnings of an intern two years ago and then, you know, being able to just kind of continually, you know, keep transitioning from one production assistant job to another um, at Nickelodeon has been amazing. Um, you know, that's it's finally ran its course, and uh, you know, my my PA job ended uh, on February second. So I'm a new. I've been bi coastal for two years. My family has been in Detroit this whole time. So you know, because everything here has been just a a little extension bump after another and it wasn't really stable enough to want to move the whole family. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to Detroit for a little bit, but you know, I will, uh, definitely be keeping one eye West and you know, the minute things, uh, open back up, you know, I'll be looking to try to make the leap onto, you know, the designer end of the spectrum. So that's good. And I feel like it won't take too long because, you have the drive, you have the ambition, and like I said, anybody who wants it badly enough, they find the way to get here, and you are one of those people. I mean, you got here this time. Right. Despite location, despite (laughs) having a full career before, again, episode 56, go listen to it. Um, Despite being old. And I was going to say, and despite (laughs) the generational Mm -hmm. influence, (laughs) um, here you are. And I'm glad that you brought up... um, the the artistic side of yourself because I do think that that's important um in your journey because I watched your art skyrocket (laughs) from the moment your that plane landed in Burbank to now you're about to take off out of our lives and we're gonna be so sad I think that's the saddest part about this by the way everybody Tan is breaking up because Jeff is leaving that's that's why not just kidding lay that on me as I leave Lay it on thick. <laughs> At least you waited till the end. Of right. The yeah, yeah. Guilt trip. Here it comes. No, I'm just kidding. But, so but definitely, I am serious about how much your artwork has just exploded, and I think um, we will see you again. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just sheer, 100% due to all the amazing people that I've had a chance to interact with out here. You know, I mean. Sure. You know, you yeah, you can honestly say that because I showed you a bunch of my stuff. You did. Before ever coming out for the internship, and you gave me some, you know, very, you know, candid notes, and I was like, all right, hey, I needed to hear that. You know, I didn't need (laughs) just, you know, another friend or family member saying, oh, those are great. You know, it's like, well, that's super, but it doesn't help me grow. 
mm-hmm. and yours were, you know, it's like they cut, but it was like, it was a good, it was like, all right, I needed to know where my weaknesses were. And, you know, and then I got out here and worked with so many amazing people at Nickelodeon and, you know, then those people moved over to Disney and Cartoon Network and continued to stay friends with them. And mm-hmm. so it's all because of their help and everybody was so gracious with their time and knowledge, you know, That's that just great. helped me. And so give any of that back i'd love to see there it is again if you can give it back i'm telling you <laughs> if i can give it back i that's will that's the kind of person you are um that's great and actually so you your journey kind of reminds me of another big highlight for me about the animation network is um and it it's scary when it happens because i don't know what to think or say about it but it's flattering at the same time but um there have been occasions where people have told me that they moved out here because of this podcast <laughs> from wherever in the country they were came, coming from. And um, one that comes to mind who was also an episode earlier was uh, Francis um, when he talks about... So I was I went to an art show just by myself, and it was because it was at um, my alma mater, Cal State Fullerton. And I went to check out. It was actually Nickelodeon, the big Nickelodeon exhibit that they put on. And I'm standing there by myself, I'm looking around, and I'm looking at this awesome painting of Squidward, and somebody just kind of comes up behind me and is like, excuse me, are, are you Chris Wimberly? And I turn around, I was like, oh, yeah. And it was Francis and his um, wonderful girlfriend, and they were like, we love the Animation Network. Like, we literally flew out here because of your podcast. Like, and I'm like, you flew all the way here just for this art show? No, no, we moved out here. <laughs> No jobs on the horizon, no prospects, no nothing. And this is not an endorsement for anybody to just pick up and move out next weekend. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is um, it's amazing that uh, the same way that you were influenced by the guests of the show have influenced other people to make the same journey. So, And Francis now has been working very steadily. So is Jessica, very steadily, his girlfriend, um, in the industry and just kicking butt and taking names and I feel like that'll be you and you and you yeah so yeah awesome um all right so what about you Chris what's next for you what's next for me <laughs> so tacking on to what you said about gaping holes in our in our plate of stuff I mean this has taken up such a large portion of my life that I'm now going to be getting back um, and I mean that in the most positive way. Um, Tan has not been a burden at all, ever. Um, it's been a complete pleasure and joy, but um, I'm getting a lot of time back. And so um, what I'm going to be doing, uh, I didn't think I would be announcing it on the podcast, but what the heck, it's the last episode, so let's talk <laughs> about it. Um, what, why this are you just so- exciting? Okay. You're gonna tell. I, I'm gonna tell it. Um, and it's still in the works, it's taking some time, but it is ramping up. So, here's the big plan. Um, the animation network, while it is closing its doors, um, I'm gonna be starting something new, and it is called Peppermint Bowtie Animation. And essentially, I'm going to be taking all of the time and experience and knowledge and everything I've learned from this podcast and from my 10 years in the industry, and I'm going to be pivoting to start creating um, my own original content. But not just my own, but with the help of people from the industry. So essentially, we will in effect be making animated content that will be optimized for uh, the mobile platforms. So um, 
I'm really excited about it because I've been hard at work. We've already been developing, um, I believe it's five, maybe six different short series, like full series, not even just little one-off shorts. But um, it's going to be a whole full thing. So that's what I'm going to be doing with my time. Um, and ideally, hopefully, if everything goes well, then that is going to be um, maybe where I transition my career and start just developing um, mobile content um, because I feel like I've learned a lot from the industry and I feel like I've given a lot to the industry and I feel like that symbiotic relationship has kind of made it a fertile ground for this new seed that I'm planting. So um, that is a plan. So maybe I'll be hiring you, Jeff, all the way I'm, from Detroit to be doing some designs. Always available, whatever you need. Yeah, and maybe I'll be hiring you, Cassie, to do some writing for the shorts. <laughs> maybe I'll be hiring you, Tiara, to be doing a lot of the management and directing and planning that comes with that. Um, so I'm really excited. Some people, they've already been finding the seeds online that I've been planting sporadically here and there. For example, there is a Facebook page that exists. Um, it is very barren right now because, as you all know, I try to figure out what the vision is first before letting it all out. So even though this is the first time I've said it out loud, this is not the beginning. In fact, some people have noticed that if you look on iTunes at the very bottom under the podcast where it says who produces the podcast, it says Peppermint Bowtie, which I planted that seed three years ago. Um, because I knew that I was going to be heading in this direction and I wanted to take the experience of making the animation network to figure out mobile content and developing an audience and developing a brand and all that stuff. So, um, there are really big plans at play for this. So thanks for asking. Sounds great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah. And maybe all these people that, uh, we've been, meeting and being in touch with maybe they'll all have some part to play in the future who knows who knows um but yeah so that's basically it i mean i don't want to take up too much of your guys time because you've no, already given this... plenty to the animation <laughs> yeah. network um all right all right so um let's go ahead and um get ready to sign off any last pieces of wisdom or words you want to give but chris i will have a gaping hole in my little podcast heart <laughs> after tan ends where can i go to look for more uh look for more podcasts or look for like more? a good animation podcast or oh. something related to the industry that i would love to listen to that is such a good question sorry to make it sound so cheesy infomercially <laughs> no that is okay so um as I have said in other podcasts, which we will cover in yours, that's why I'm yeah. I'm retro. <laughs> yeah. So um, I want to make sure that um, people are checking out some. There there are too many to list, but there's one that I definitely want to make sure that if anybody has enjoyed the ride with the Animation Network, please be sure. I'm gonna put you on the spot, Cassie. Please be sure to listen to Cassie Soliday and companies podcast the ink and paint girls podcast thank you that's really You're kind work yeah. really hard on it <laughs> you do you work very hard on it and i've witnessed it f i mean i remember when you were getting it up on its feet and it's developed into something really awesome you are no longer just a one-woman crew so um i'm really excited for 
what's in store with your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so be sure to check that out. It is available on iTunes. Where you want to give this feel real quick? It's available on iTunes and Stitcher and at incompletegirls.com. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and you can hear that on every episode if you go <laughs> listen yeah. to it. Every single one. Yeah, so make sure to check that out. That's a great question. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you for seeding that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing is planned here, folks. Everything this is organic. totally improv. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, just to shut it down because we could say goodbyes forever. Right. Thank you all so much. I really, really appreciate it. I can't begin to tell you I could not have done this by myself and it's not just the four of us there was a couple other people behind the scenes that were helping sure um, we promised we wouldn't divulge their names and information because some of their um, positions in the industry wouldn't jive well with that so thanks to everybody who's been part of the animation network um, I mean it truly is a network and so I'm really grateful and like I've told you guys a thousand times at least um if you need anything from me i'm always going to be around and i will help you with whatever you need to the best of my ability if i don't know the answer i'm sure i know who knows the answer and i will help you find whatever you need cool excellent yeah thank you so much for the opportunity absolutely thanks for having us yeah Yeah. of course no problem we miss you guys. Can we do a group hug over the mic oh group hug oh it's happening right here Cool. All right, guys. Thank you all so much. And um, thanks, everybody, who listened to 100 episodes of the Animation Network. Um, We'll miss you guys, but we won't be far. You'll be able to follow us on Twitter at... TierrasTan1. (laughs) Cassie Soliday. And uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sorna Graphics. Sorna Graphics. And I'm Chris with a K underscore W, and it's spelled phonetically. So I'm sure you'll be able to find me. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for listening to and being part of the Animation Network. (laughs) 